Best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. And here we are. I don't know if they can tell. We can tell. Heck yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, can we tell? Because we just got brand new equipment. Like full-fledged professional grade audio recording devices. Microphones, XLR cords, a sound box, audio interface. <laughs> I don't quite know what it means, and I don't know the science behind it, but I do know that when we ran a test run, shit sounded different. It did. So we're excited, and this just means like now we get to learn a new way of editing things. Correct. Which hopefully will be also better. Hopefully. We shall see. We'll find out together. I mean, what is this, episode three of season two? <laughs> Speaking of which, I believe in episode three of season two, One, we forgot to introduce each other. Oh, God, and we almost did it again. So, that's Melissa. And that's Jake. And And this this is Best Best Friendhood. Thank you so much for being here with us. It's a delight and an honor. And now that we've got this new tradition of starting things differently. Yes, indeed. We have got these two questions for each of us Mm because we thought it'd be a neat idea to learn a little bit more about each other, but also have you all, dear listener, learn a little bit more about us as well. And maybe even yourself. Maybe these questions are things that you've never considered. Oh, that's that's very sweet. So, Jacob. Yes, my dear. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Oh, gosh. It's, a, yeah. That's kind of a tricky one. The first thing, first thing that comes to mind is the fact that we started season two of this podcast and we've been recording for over a, right up at a year. The, like, the real life outside of this realm, most proud that I've ever been of an accomplishment I think would have to be getting my master's. There is a, a point in my life where I never even thought I would go to college. I literally thought I was just going to be working as a lifeguard for the rest of my life. Oh. Like my highest aspiration, and there's nothing wrong with this, but yeah. my highest aspiration was to be the lifeguard manager at a rec center because that's all I could see. Yep. And then, I don't know, life happened and I saw different options for myself and truly no shade to those people you have a really important job and it's still one that i think would be neat i miss being by the water so yeah i think just going to seven freaking years of school is an accomplishment it's an accomplishment yeah (laughs) for sure (laughs) that's a lot of school Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, melissa your first question would be what movie can you watch over and over without ever getting tired of it sandlot the harry potter movies the sandlot really yeah I didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah. We grew up on it, my dude. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. love that movie. Mm-hmm. We should watch that together sometime. We sure can. I got it. So, yeah. I think those. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say Hocus Pocus, but not, nah, dude. I do. Oh. I I mean, I can watch it a few times, but then it's like, <laughs> that's fine. Right. I can I'm watch it like now. two or three times in the month of October that I'm good for a year. <laughs> yeah, correct. I am really excited to see the sequel. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Next month. Oh, next question. If you won the lottery, what would be your first purchase? A house. <laughs> <laughs> forget student loans. Forget, like, buying my parents something nice. I'm buying myself a GD house. Hell yeah, dude. And then I'll take care of that. Okay. I actually, I was with some friends on Saturday night and we had, the, or, yeah, I think it was Saturday night. No, Friday night. And we had this conversation. I simply said, if I ever won the lottery, none of my friends would have mortgages. Just all of a sudden. Like, I wouldn't tell anyone. I would just figure out a way to like, hey, just pay off their mortgage for me with my money. Here you go. Don't (laughs) tell them. $500 for yourself. And when they pay you their mortgage payments, put it into a savings account or something. That way you're just growing. Or maybe not a savings account. Investment investing that's a thing that's a word that makes more money right it, it can <laughs> it can yeah nice. a house what is your favorite dog breed um so there is a 
starts with like a B mountain dog. It's like a tri-colored big boy. Bernese. Yeah. Mountain dog. Mountain dog. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty. I've always thought that I wanted an English bulldog, but knowing like, like if there was one that needed rescuing, I wouldn't go to a breeder. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I truly like just mutts, you yeah. know, like who cares? The scraggly little ragamuffins. Yeah. If that's what it is, or it's, you know, a wild mix of whatever. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that brindle colored dogs Ooh, were really cool. I love that color. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I don't really have like a favorite breed i mean honestly personalities are personalities and yeah any dog can have a cool one true facts be facts fakes be fakes noise so our actual topic today is actually right along the same lines of what we just did yeah uh we were thinking about i can't come up with an organic way to finish that sentence friendship is a game and we're all winners Friendship is a game and we're all winners. That's the name of the episode. Yes. Unlike Sorry, which is the game that teaches you how to be an asshole. I literally, (laughs) one night that you and I were playing that with your husband and some friends, you both were so, like, I think you two were the the first two that were, like, going to get to the home base or whatever. Yeah. And we're just, like, so competitive. Sorry. (laughs) I turned to one of our friends and went, oh, my God, I think I... I think I broke a marriage by bringing this game over. Sure did, man. Like, <laughs> that game, ruthless. It gets so intense. Yes, it does. Don't Oof. do it. And I like to play that game with a, a house rule. I mean, people are n- never over at my house, but when I am uh, providing like the game. Yes, I <laughs> impose, impose rules. house rule. Uh, that you have to say sorry in the most obnoxious voice you can or the funniest voice you can. Okay. Just to take the sting out a little bit, hopefully. Helps a little. But oftentimes it just comes off as... Worse. Worse. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I can can understand that. Oops. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, no, so sorry. (laughs) So uh, thinking about that, you know, like, and how playing games is a way that you can get to know mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. you know whether it's those silly icebreaker games you know when you're at like oh. a work function or you know whatever mm-hmm. yeah nobody really likes those i don't think anybody really enjoys those they're usually kind of awkward and uncomfortable hokey. and just yeah hokey that's a good word for them or you know like getting to know people through games one of my favorite memories was the first time you lied to me (laughs) oh i remember this so clearly we were playing the werewolf game yep 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 and Uh, one night ultimate werewolf yes and i swore because i'm like jacob would never lie to me and like we're supposed to be on the same team Mm -hmm. right right we're we're supposed to be working together to solve the mystery of which one of us is the werewolf Mm -hmm. and i remember like the sincerity, the genuine eyes that you gave me, the way that you spoke the words and the way that I'm like, he's never lied to me before. Like, dude, I got this. I got this. Uh-uh. Betrayal was had. <laughs> it was the worst. I had never, like, I can't even tell you, like, the punch in the gut. Like, that's a real thing. I felt it. Oh, yeah. She really did because we had to take a break from the game and, like. I had to reevaluate my life. It's true. And our friendship. <laughs> it's true. I, oh my gosh. I, th- I think I spent the rest of the evening apologizing yes. to you. <laughs> you did, you did. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's just part of the game. I wanted to win. And I and did. <laughs> you did. You, yep. Because you got one over on me for sure. Which I really expected that you would be the one to be like, bullshit. Nah, dude. You are acting funny. You have a smirk or something. Because I have such a you did terrible it. poker face. Usually you do. <laughs> Did not. But that round, round I just nailed somehow it. nailed it. Yeah. But it reminds me of when we played that Hitler game. Oh, Secret Hitler. Yeah. Yes. And what was awful slash really awesome is our friend Megan. And she yes. believed so much gold came out of me as a person. Right. And so 
<laughs> she she never she was like there's no way like melissa just would not and you know like, well no i mean come on i trust her did you i trust her mm-hmm. and when i ruined that trust <laughs> and what's horrible is like for like a, a bit of time around that game you're like oh they're never gonna trust me ever again right yeah because right. i blatantly lied to them very well <laughs> multiple times typically multiple times <laughs> ruined her thought process of me as a human so uh, that's like i mean it's it is enjoyable but then you realize like oh man i really i don't know how i feel right now right that's one way to get to know people right when you're playing a game or even just like competitiveness or creativity like if you're playing pictionary with somebody or heads up i love heads up. love that game yes or even the savviness of somebody if they're playing poker or if it's mm-hmm. uh you know monopoly like somebody who's actually good at real monopoly i don't even know what the rules are for real monopoly There's a, um, no i don't think i've played actual monopoly since i was like 12 right and also you get to know if people even enjoy playing games at all <gasps> right because there so- are some friends that just genuinely don't care to play games. Yep. There was one night that I brought over Betrayal at House on the Hill. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite games. So for those of you who've never played it before, essentially all of the players are working together. You're exploring like a haunted house. And as you go through this haunted house, you draw tiles that lay out like the next room or the next hallway of the house that as you go through like different doorways. I think that's really cool. I think that's a lot of fun. There's like four different stories. And then something happens that triggers a shift. And all of a sudden, at least one player is dismissed from the room because they have a handbook that tells them what enemy that they are, whether they're like a demon or a werewolf or a cultist or something, and what their objective is. And then the rest of the players working against them have some time to discuss what their strategy is going to be because they know something about what the person's going to do, but not really. So I brought that over. One of my friends was visiting from Chicago and he was totally down. He was like, yeah, sure. Let's try this. Like, I don't really play games a lot, but whatever. I'm here. Let's do it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Me too. As soon as the game ended, he stood up and went, well, that was fucking terrible. I never want to do that again. (laughs) He was such a good sport while we played. But as soon as it ended, he was like, never, never, never again. No. Well, I guess... Games can also, like, encompass sports, you know? Oh. Sports are games. <laughs> the disappointment? <laughs> Your entire body language just deflated. I kind of forget about sports. Yeah. They're not my thing. They're games, you That's know. That's true, they are. Whether it's bags or actually playing, like, football or basketball or something. I guess they do call attending those things going to a game. Yes, my darling. Hmm. And that's why you also hear people say, it's just a game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which there's such camaraderie. Did you ever play sports when you were a kid? Uh, I played on a soccer team when I was in third grade for like three weeks. I didn't like it. I thought it was so pointless. Um, And then in high school, I did several like individual sports. Like I did cross country. I did wrestling for a couple years in middle school. But I, I was never on like a sports team. Okay. There is, like, because you think about it, like, no, man, that's, this is my teammate. That's my brother, you know? You, sure, yeah. You know, there's... I've heard guys and ladies say that. Yeah. And you go Not on those... brother, but... Like, you train together. Mm-hmm. You, like, ugh, beat up your bodies together. and Right. Then you all strive to be the best, and you learn plays, and you have strategy, and everybody's got their little things that they're best at and so you come together as a team like you know there's there is when you when you frame it like that there is some merit to sports that i have never granted to my understanding of sports Mm. hearing you describe that i'm thinking like oh it's a whole lot of people working toward a similar goal goal." right with like the knowledge and know-how of what everybody's individual roles are like that makes a lot of sense to me why people like them because <laughs> that has never been my jam. It's uh, literally football is such a foreign alien concept to me. I, 
I've had so your husband has tried to explain to me the rules and I'm like I I understand the language you're speaking to me but I have no idea what these words mean when you put them in this particular order like it does not compute I love how many sexual innuendos there are in sports (laughs) (laughs) that's the only reason why I tune in sometimes you know like, let me see them pants and let mm-hmm. me hear that silly little man say all these silly little phrases. <laughs> that does, that seems worth it. Oh, it's entertaining. When you phrase it, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, that's part of the reason I love baseball. Those booties. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> booty, 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 rock and everywhere. that. <laughs> yes. Now, for games, like, you and I love to play games together like that's oh, yeah. something that our friendship like even escape rooms and stuff like right. these are things that we do as friends mm-hmm. but sometimes mm-hmm. people play games to find friends that's a really good point yeah maybe it's you know you want to delve into that world of D D. right and there are so many different avenues for people to help find others who are interested Mm -hmm. and then because even that like it's a group of what three to however many people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like you what do they call them campaigns right yeah so like a a campaign if you play together for one to three hours a week maybe or or it could be once a month or you know whatever like those are people that are you you are devoting your time attention and energy and to and ways, with. And, and I would argue trust as well, because you're learning how that person is going to play their character and whether or not that person's making choices that lend trustworthiness or different personality traits to that character. So you're getting to know like two people at once, essentially. Like how like does over domineering Bobby Joe think? And then how is Bobby Joe going to apply that to their orc paladin well done thanks that was good (laughs) you know i came across this uh they call it live play Mm. D &D podcast but they like man do they make it into a production or whatever yeah and it's called dark dice dark dice that's it and jeff fucking goldbloom yeah plays oh my gosh the second season that was such i i literally didn't believe you when you told me that that was coming i was like whatever melissa shush and then i was listening and catching up and went oh my god jeff fucking goldbloom is playing (laughs) D &D with these people (laughs) yeah like what I love it. It was so amazing. And who's like, there's that really, really handsome actor um, who, who I believe might be Sophia Vergara's husband. I have no idea. That he plays idea. D&D and he has his own podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Handsome, handsome, man. Vin Diesel. I don't know if he still does, but he famously used to be a big D&D player and actually huh. has a tattoo below his belly button of his character's name, if I'm remembering correctly. Wait, is that the VD that pops up on your text messages every once in a while? What? How else could you know that tattoo is there? <laughs> I read an article about it in a gamer magazine 20 years ago. He's lying? <laughs> Let me tell you, I know he's lying. <laughs> Maybe it's above his belly button. I don't know. It's somewhere on his torso. All right. <laughs> just wanted to see you turn pink. <laughs> did it work? It did. It did. <laughs> ah, so anyway. <laughs> yes. But. Uh, oh, and speaking of like finding friends or building community, Twitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if somebody has no idea what we're talking about when we are mentioning Twitch, mm-hmm. how would you kind of describe what that is? Uh, ooh. Okay. So the way I would describe Twitch is that it is like ESPN. And YouTube. Streaming. Yeah. ESPN and YouTube had a child. And that child is live streaming video game playing esports or it's not even just video games though it's also podcasts it's musicians True, it's artists yeah. it's everything i only use it to watch video games yeah ditto but yeah there's a whole lot of stuff on it where mm-hmm. people have like they set up their audio and they're sometimes 
they set up cameras as well, like a video. On themselves. Otherwise, right. it's like screen capture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and essentially, you get to watch them, like, create art or, like, live. Like, you mm-hmm. get From a notification on your world. phone. Right. Yeah, it's incredible. So one of my hour favorite uh, Twitch streamers who you introduced me to. Who Tanya introduced me to. Oh my gosh, I always forget that Tanya got this ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Yes. She got this yarn ball rolling. Yarn ball, because she's granny. Because it's granny. <laughs> she is a drag queen yes. based out of New Zealand. Mm-hmm, currently. I think she moved. I think her move happened like last month. No. It didn't? No. Oh, I thought she had said that she lived in Chelsea, New York now. She's going to because she was going to take a month off when that did happen. Oh, okay. I totally misunderstood her in that stream. Anyway, she plays on Sundays. She does Sunday Scaries where she plays horror video games. And it's spelled like Sunday like ice cream. Yes. (laughs) And it's... She is so... The thing I love about it is that she... While she's playing these really scary games, like she's talking about it, she's kind of thinking out loud if she's trying to solve a puzzle or if it's kind of a bleh, like nothing really is happening at the moment. She interacts with her her viewers. Yes. Because there's like a whole chat. And those people that are in that chat are a community. Yeah. They know each other. Granted, it's by their handle. True. You know, like... Hot pancakes, twenty four sixty nine, right. whatever. Um, but they know each other. They interact, like, mm-hmm. and then of course there's like that offshoot Discord, which is a yes. whole nother community, a whole where people can talk about the games that they're playing or mm-hmm. situations that arise or whatever. But and then what's also great, talking about building community, those those Twitch streamers become friends with other streamers, right? And it's so funny because they're all from all over the world you know we've got new zealand australia the people from um, america and all over they Europe. all plan and show up at the same time mm-hmm. and play games together and then their communities will come together and support uh, yeah. e- support all the other streamers oh my gosh. and that's the cool thing too one of my favorite things is when there is like a charity stream so one of yeah. these twitch streamers will choose to pick out a certain charity and then any of the donations or subscriptions or whatever that happens during that live stream where people from all over the world can tune in and help Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. like what was it that granny raised like seventy two thousand dollars i can't remember what that was for four hours yeah because people her followers just were so open-hearted and so generous Yes. That they knew that every, so you can use like, there are different levels that you can subscribe at and each month you pay like a monthly fee. Uh, and then if you, you can, want, if you want, otherwise it's, it's free. Totally yeah, free. it's totally free to watch. I, I, but some people choose to subscribe monthly. You can buy merch. Like there's all kinds of different ways that you can support the, the people that you're street, that you're following mm-hmm. financially. And yeah, so granny, like just you can also make donations during a stream. And so granny was able to facilitate like this unbelievable amount of money. Ridiculous amount of money. I can't remember what charity it was for though. I don't, it was, yeah, like a year and a half ago, but. Was it, was it something to, I I know it was something to do because it was pandemic focused. Wasn't it? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of a different one then. Maybe that wasn't She's done a few. Okay. But Yeah. And one of my favorite things about Twitch is like when I have those insomnia nights, I can just go to twitch.com right. or twitch.tv, yeah. whatever it is. Twitch.tv. Thank you. And just look at like, you can just click like who's live and you can scroll mm-hmm. through and see like somebody might be playing the old school Pac-Man or yes. somebody could be playing the latest Pokemon or yeah. somebody could be literally just sitting there and talking Right. And you can tune in, and I don't know what it is, but knowing that that person is doing what they're doing right at this exact same moment, when you kind of want human interaction, but you don't want to put any effort into it, mm-hmm. and they call it lurking. Like, you're oh. just sitting there, you're not interacting with the chat, you're not clicking on anything, like, you're just literally 
watching. That's what yeah. they call lurking. Huh. And I do that a lot. I do that all the time, unintentionally. A lot of the times when I'm watching Granny's Sunday night, well, Sunday scaries on mm-hmm. Sunday evenings, that's when I'm making supper for the week or I'm finishing any any cleaning projects that I didn't finish mm. because I clean too much. No, you, you clean your <laughs> amount. Or one of my favorite things to do, I don't do it during the summer just because my apartment gets so hot, but during the winter, one of my favorite things to do was to just boil myself like a lobster in a hot bubble bath, set up my iPad on a little table so I could watch but then I would also, and I know this is not safe. Don't yell at me. I'm in my 30s. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I would also play like Pokemon Legends Arceus or whatever on my Switch. Like now I just sit in front of my air conditioner and play whatever on my Xbox or my Switch while still watching the stream. And then, you know, I'll kind of tune in during loading screens. I might type something to some, if somebody said something funny in the chat and then I go back. Yeah. I don't know. I split my attention so much I'm realizing. <laughs> like, Holy crap. Mm. Not being very mindful. Well, nobody wants to be alone with their own thoughts, right? God forbid. That's why they that's why people pay to come and visit you. <laughs> oh, I know. Crap. <laughs> but you always get to see, you know, like people who are community members of those channels. Mm-hmm. They make those lasting friendships, you know. It's true. And there's even been I remember one time I was watching the stream live. It was a Sunday Scary and somebody proposed to their girlfriend. Oh my gosh, what? During Sunday Scaries. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah. That's incredible. It was super cute. This isn't as happy of a memory, but there was one Sunday Scary that I was watching where I can't remember the user's name, but they were like every five minutes or something or every time Gran did or said something in particular... They were donating a hundred dollars yeah. at a time because I, I like think it was I thousands you of dollars. Yeah, about it. I'm like this person's going nuts. Well, so a couple other folks in the chat and myself and I, a whole lot of people in the chat were like, "Yeah, good for you. That's so great. Wish After I could the afford first to do that." Twelve times, right? And then me and several other folks went, "Hey, so and so." Like I did a whisper chat, like a private chat. Like, "Hey, are you okay? It seems like, I mean." If you if you're good, I'm glad to hear that. But I also know that sometimes when we're not doing well in our mental health, spending extravagant amounts of money Makes is a common f- symptom. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? They never responded to me. They never responded to the other folks. But like, it was really neat to see. Like, yeah, that's great. We love you. Keep doing that. But then, just the care and the compassion. Like, th- several folks were like, "Hey, so and so, don't know if you're gonna see this. It's in the main feed, but." concerned about you here's why following like my same thoughts of like like bipolar disorder yeah Yeah. when people are in in a manic state that's one thing that can sometimes happen is money just all of a sudden let's share with everybody in in like a really unhelpful way Mm mm-hmm so I just loved that there were both sides of that quarter like people recognizing that generosity but then also people seeing the potential other side of that and not being afraid to say, hey, we need to take a moment and talk about mental health with this. Yeah. Because even Gran was like, mm. Yeah. After a while, she was like, that's great. Thank you so much. Please stop. And I believe she actually stepped away from the stream and had one of her mods check on the person. I don't remember. But yeah, it's always interesting. Like games bring so many people together because it's like a little escape. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And those are like the video game stuff. But I remember ever since I was a little tiny Pepe, mm-hmm. we always played games, uh, mm-hmm. especially with my dad and my Becky. Like, um, Pass the Pigs was this, oh. like, instead of dice, they were tiny little rubber pigs. Cute. And you would roll them, and however the pigs landed, like, it could be if they were on their back and the legs were up, or one of their sides had a dot on it. Or uh, if it was leaning, like it ended up doing like a forward headstand, but a leaning on one ear kind of a thing. Like every pig position was a different point system. Oh. Uh, Yes. So past the pig. We also played, I think it was like called shooters or something, but it was Hmm. was another dice. It was like if Yahtzee and betting like you do for uh, roulette were mixed together. Okay. Shooter roulette, I think is actually what it was called. Hmm. But those were like games where we would do p- 
puzzles, like the three. I remember the first time the three D puzzles came out, like Big oh, Ben and oh my stuff. Gosh, yes, yes. Dad got one of those, and it was it blew my mind. Those three D puzzles. Yep, I think we had Big Big Ben as well, right? But otherwise, it was just card games. Yeah, like f- with my family, like we play pitch, we play golf, um, we play nerds, mm-hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. That's all that we would do when mm-hmm. we got together as a family. Even even my grandparents would stay up until like midnight, midnight right. 30. Yeah. When they were tired at eight o'clock after dinner. Uh-huh. But if we're playing pitch, they're staying up, <laughs> right. you know, that's such a tradition, I think. And one of my favorite things to do is to teach people how to play these card games, which have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. Teach them how to play and be like, I. you would be surprised if you are in a situation and you get the chance to, somebody says, hey, we're going to play pitch. Do you know how? And if you get the chance to say yes, you and these people are going to instant bond. bond. Yep. Yeah. I love that about games. I hadn't thought about this, but I, I actually use card games in therapy pretty often. And I've gotten a little bit of flack from some parents of like, what are you doing with my kid like they come out of therapy and say oh yeah we played uno today i'm like well it's like the episode of the office (laughs) though that's exactly right like when i watched that episode after i finished going to school for this i was like oh that's Mm -hmm. not bs like that legitimately works because for some people just to sit face to face and like talk about emotions tough stuff is not doable so you so you distract the mind just a little bit by giving the hands something to do and the eyes somewhere else to look and all of a sudden stuff just becomes so much easier to to talk about so yeah i'm playing uno with your 15 year old who would never sit down to play a card game with you mom and dad ever the reason I'm doing that is because it's one of the only ways that a teenager is going to feel, some teenagers are going to feel comfortable opening up. So after you taught me nerds, what, a year ago, maybe? I couldn't even Last tell winter? You. Fairly recently. Yeah. Uh, I took that back. Oh my gosh, no. That's been, that was early fall 2020 because we had nothing else to do. Time, man. Time. Because I just remembered some of the clients that I taught how to play that and I haven't seen them in a couple of years almost. So anywho, I I remember distinctly like teaching one client in particular how to play nerds and they had been arms crossed, hood over their face, did not speak or acknowledge my existence. They would sit there and stare at the clock for 45 minutes and they go, my time's up and leave that. I mean, kids like that come in all the time. Most of my tricks usually work to like chip away at that defensiveness. Sure. But with this kiddo, none of my like go-tos were working. So finally on session three or four, I just said, I'm not here to like force you to talk about that. Like I'm not here to force you to do anything. I just learned this really fun card game, which wasn't true. I'd known it for a while can I just teach you this card game? And like that way we're not just sitting here in silence for 45 minutes. Yeah. And this client said, fine, I guess. Cause they were probably bored too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Furious. I mean, respectfully didn't get on their phone or anything, which they could have cause it was sitting right there. So that to me was like kind of an, a port of entry. Like, Hmm, your phone's right there. If you really didn't care, if you really were that against this, What's stopping you from just scrolling on your phone? So next week, kid comes in, hood is down, arms are open, and they say, can we can we play that card game again? Noise. I was Toby in that moment. Oh my God, it's working. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Oh, you know, <laughs> one game that I used to love playing a lot as a young adult was... Uh, Presidents and assholes, P and A. I still don't really understand that game. Well, it changes every time because you know <laughs> oh, you get to right. make rules. Yes. So it could be like you know moose. Oh god. Where the president will put their hands on their side of the head to make antlers, and the last person to do it mm-hmm. has to do whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, My or, favorite was always little green man. Yes. The little green man that sits on your drink. 
So you have to take him off before you take a drink. And then put him back. Correct. And if somebody catches you not doing it, the sneaky one, the thumb rule. Oh where, my God, I always forgot about that. Yeah, that one was bad. Or husband played with some college friends back in the day and he was president, but they played a weird way that like you had to be president three times. Then you got to make a rule because oh. rules stay in play unless the president vetoes it. Right. Oh, my. So you could have moose, thumb rule, little green man all going on all at the at same once. time. Oh, my gosh. Right? That would be a lot. Yeah. So anyway, uh, his rule was that any time that they spoke to him, they had to call him Lord last name. <laughs> and it was just a few years ago. Well, <laughs> pandemic time, probably four or five years ago that he ran into this college friend and from across the room college friend yelled lord last name oh my god because the rule still stands <laughs> that is amazing like that's a that's a friend memory <laughs> yeah. from playing a game together i love that that's that so sweet? fun yes yeah after all that time somebody would still not only remember but be like emboldened enough by that friendship and by that memory to be like oh yeah this is how i'm gonna greet this person (laughs) yeah was didn't they make a movie about like the ultimate hide and seek where like they traveled the world or tag it It was tag that sounds vaguely familiar but i i don't really remember i don't remember a whole lot of people watching it but you know what else is impressive what people who can come up with a playable game oh my god like people who create new games yeah where what? Does, where, how what do you like how do you i once had a friend who we went to goodwill and bought an old sorry game because our intention was this isn't going to have all of the pieces so we're just going to use the opposite side of the board to create our own like Candyland-esque adventure okay. like a just like a oh, typical a like board idea. game well sorry was pristine and like very old so we couldn't bring ourselves to deface it so That's instead fair. what we did is we just like on a on a, an excel spreadsheet where i learned to love excel spreadsheets oh my word for like two weeks maybe we plotted out like okay so at this point if you roll this then this and, you know, there were drinks involved, of course, because this friend was a very heavy drinker. So two weeks, we planned this whole thing out. And then I moved away before we ever actually got to play. Oh, dang. So because it was on an Excel spreadsheet. God, this was so many years before the pandemic. It was just like <laughs> Skype and like oh sure crappy, like laggy Skype. Mm-hmm. So we just... We decided on what drinks we were going to make and we were going to have the same drinks and they were Doctor Who themed. And then we played this dumb game via a shared Excel spreadsheet and on Skype. And it was just... (laughs) The cutest, nerdiest thing I've ever heard. Uh Uh-huh. I had such a headache the next day, but it was so much fun. Cones of Dunshire. It's the one that Ben makes in Parks and Rec. And then what's the game (laughs) that they played or created like in New Girl? America... um uh, hang on. Oh my God. Something American. Right. I've played it. You have? Yes. Is it fun? Uh, we didn't really figure out all of the rules cause they never really go into all of the rules. So oh. the people, beautiful people on the internet have like filled in the gaps. Love this. True American. True American. I have no idea. I think it's true American. Search so engine. it's kind of like the floor is lava plus a few other things. And so for, um, New Year's 2014 into 2015, my roommates and I had some of our flight attendant friends over. We all were dressed to the nines, and then we played True American. It was delightful. Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was fantastic. We were, like, shimmying up the, the um, banister because it wasn't like a a wobbly banister was like just a solid wall so we were like shimmying up the wall of the banister and going up to the second floor and then you'd have to make your way back down another way it was very dangerous in retrospect but <laughs> we were in our early to mid 20s we sure we, you pe- people still bounce at that point yeah like your bones are 
you're fine. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're going to say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's how biology works, right? Or anatomy. Which is part of biology. True. Yeah. Thinking about like, you know, when you mentioned Skype and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then back when the pandemic came, I remember, I think it was like House Party. It was an app that you could put, get on oh, your phone. Oh, I forgot Do you about remember? that. Yes. And I remember we would have like... Well, we tried it like once because yeah, it was... bless some of the people in my family. They did not understand. But we tried to play house party together yeah. during the pandemic because we couldn't get together as a fam bam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was it Jackbox Games? Jackbox Games. Had a wonderful opportunity where like you could just get onto Zoom and somebody put it on their screen. Yeah. And you could play together from anywhere. Yep. So we had a handful mm-hmm. of Jackbox game nights with yeah. people. Yeah. And that was so much fun. And it was a way to, you know, like see each other's faces and hear each other's voices on the screen when right. we couldn't when we, yeah, we do really, that. Yeah, we truly couldn't. Oh, man. I mean, I think even this past New Year's, that's what I did. I stayed at home and played Jackbox games with some of those same friends. And we all had our drinks and we all like rang in the New Year. And then we're like, okay, goodbye. And nobody had to worry about driving after drinking. Nobody had to... It was just, I don't know, man. As someone who gets super anxious and paranoid about driving in the winter. Yeah. I'm like, hey, even after we're, well, if we're ever out of this, like, there's ever bad weather, just invite me by Zoom. (laughs) I will not drive in the snow. Well, because let me tell you, sooner or later, everything's going to be virtual anyway. Correct. Which that's, you know, another thing. When I bought that virtual headset, (sighs) the Oculus. Yeah. And there's that, like, the thing that comes with it is called Rec Room. Hmm. And so you have, like, your own dormitory. Hmm. But then you can go out into the world of Rec Room. And there's just, like, open, what do they call that? Like, open world. And people from all over, who whoever else is on their Oculus at that time, what can get into Rec Room. And, like, you can just go and play games with random strangers I never and knew that. Yeah, little avatars, and then if, if you enable your microphone, you can talk to each other. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, so I've had some kids talk to me about that. Like one kid in particular just got a VR headset, and this kid has such bad social anxiety. <laughs> and I remember, like the week after he got it, he came to session was so thrilled. He couldn't wait to tell me that he had made some new friends and he was socializing with people and he was having full actual conversations with people without like being completely overwhelmed by anxiety. And I was like, how, what, how, what, what? And then he said, he has this new VR thing and he plays in VR chat and described it. I mean, it's very similar to the record that you're describing has completely changed his perception and understanding of social anxiety to the point that like he's really making some super duper progress in real life because he had that safety that virtual safety Mm -hmm. of having an avatar and yada 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 which i think i don't and i don't i don't know if i can adequately like give a description as to why it's different for playing on vr versus you know, when people get online and play those multiplayer games where, you know, it's like yeah. toxic and people are mean and vulgar and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure that also happens on VR, but probably I don't think to the same extent. Sure. I yeah. have no idea. But yeah, there's something to be said about that, too. Like, if it's if that's something that you do because you enjoy it and it's an escape. Right. You can also connect with other people who are doing the same thing yep. and you have literally something else to connect about. Yes. Not just like, oh, we're here in the same virtual space, but like, oh, I really struggle with real life stuff and this is virtual safety. So let's talk about that and develop a friendship based on that sim- similar commonality mm-hmm. that then can f- blossom into who knows what. And that's, you know, like one of the interesting things about the world that we live in is there's always something new that comes along that can help facilitate interaction and mm-hmm. involvement and a sense of community or belonging in one way or another. And I think it's really 
people shouldn't poo-poo on something just because it's not inside of your realm of want, you know? Like it used to be, what was that, uh, the internet game, World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, yeah. You know, and then there was like this stigma about people who played that. Right, just that became... sat in their basement and drank Mountain Dew Ew. and yeah, it's such a never showered. Yeah, such a Thanks, South Park. And then, you know, like now... There's people who literally play video games because it's their one respite from this crazy ass world that we live in. Yeah. And there are literal like video game competitions. Like people I don't make know if you would call money. them electronic athletes by any means. Esports. Esports are a thing. Like yeah. people are legitimately competing in these games and, and going to national and international and getting competitions. Sponsorships and winning yes. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like, and it's it's a really important part of the world today like yes. it's not going to go anywhere it's not going to change mm-hmm. it frustrates me when some people get so anti-video game it's i mean they probably haven't played since atari true true and they're not all violent and whatever remember that game that i showed you where it's literally a game which adults can still play yeah and find some enjoyment within it but it's built to help kids understand and navigate and <gasps> figure right. out communication and emotional skills Mm -hmm. and how people aren't always exactly what they seem on the surface like Mm -hmm. you really have to give some time and some patience if you want to understand and build a friend yep yeah i remember that so vividly yeah or like some of the games that i've talked about before on here that i really love are the games that um just allow my whole nervous system to be at ease i just started this game called subnautica Ooh, did you yes I, it's so cool i kind of just want to watch you play it because okay. it's beautiful first of all yeah but the storyline is wild i had no idea that there was a storyline like oh, i remember yeah. when it came out all of the buzz never have watched a video about it have never read a review about it i just know like it it, it made waves Oh my God, look at you making a joke. It's an underwater it's, game, it, friends. You're on a, an ocean planet, so. He, he, but literally, like, I just over the weekend discovered, like, oh my God, there's, I'm supposed to be, like, doing missions and stuff. I was just swimming around, looking at all the pretty things, having the time of my life. <laughs> Granted, you know, that is part of, you know, you got to learn your surroundings. True, true. And now that I've have discovered the missions, I'm like, well... That's neat. <laughs> like, I hope nobody's lives are in danger because I'm not fucking around with that. That place over there is dangerous. There are scary fishies over there. I'm going to stay over here where it's pretty and calm and I'm going to do my little And there's sunlight and there's here. food and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also am playing on the mode that you don't need food or water. Like, I'm oh, playing on the easiest oh, okay. mode where it's literally like, come hang out in the water. <laughs> I'm on vacation. <laughs> okay. Vacation mode. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so much fun. It's not, though. Like, it's not fun in the way I think some of the other games that we've talked about are fun, where there's, like, a thrill of solving a puzzle or the layers of connection with your friends and your peers and your whoever. It's very much a solo game, yeah. It's a solo game that, to me, is fun in that, like, I'm not joking when I say, like, my nervous system, my body feels at ease between just the sound of the gentle sound of the water and the beautiful sights in this really beautifully rendered game and knowing that there's no pressure there's well thinking that there's no missions but just like some games really kind of elevate my heart rate and really get me into that like oh my god yeah but this one is so like it really allows me to be present and peaceful and mindful and that's i think a different form of fun but to me, I, those are some of the games that I really am drawn to. Like, there's Animal Crossing and some of these other games that are just very dee very cute and sweet, that just allow you to enjoy a shared experience with another person. Dude, and think how huge Animal Crossing was mm-hmm. during the pandemic, because people needed that yeah. reprieve, I that remember cozy, quaint little everything. Yes making friends with your villagers when you couldn't be friends with your friends in real life and then being able to invite real life other people to your island and then having connections through that. I mean, I was in some Facebook groups and and Reddit groups where people would just say, "Hey, I'm really lonely. Can here's my here's my uh code. Come on over." 
and then folks would just kind of show up and a lot of people would wear masks on their characters as like a i don't know we're all in this wild pandemic together like here's a way that i'm going to show respect even virtually like it was just such a a beautiful thing to see develop and unfold until capitalism came in and then people were getting switches and and hoarding gold and tools and whatever else and charging people real life money to come to their island and do you remember how long it took you to try to find extra switch controllers it took me like two or three months yeah and even then i had to order them and i had a google alert set to tell me as soon as they were available wild yes well dear boobala we did not take a break i know (laughs) we did not take a break but my intuition is telling me we are ready you know i kind of am i got a real busy next two weeks yep i hear you and uh which by the time this comes out will be behind us almost no looking forward to that if you have enjoyed our conversation about games and have thoughts or insights or questions or other topics that you think we should talk about or a cool game that you'd like to invite us to try to heck yeah play. one of the can i inter- interrupt the I, thing that i you're started you're gonna be interrupting yourself so I get know. after it <laughs> i would love it if someday we could do like i don't know i know we've tried this in the past i think we have some other stuff that we need to work out but i think it would be so much fun to do some kind of a live play. Oh, hell yeah. Something like on Instagram or I don't know, something. Yes. Anyway, so if you have a game that you want to recommend to us, we will take that very seriously because we both love games. Facts are facts. Uh, video games, board games, card games, all of the games. Tell us, tell us them. And if you also have a story about a friendship or something else, or if you have a topic that you think might be kind of fun for us to try... Or even if you just want to say hello, we mm-hmm. would love for you to do that at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at bfhpod. Bingo. You know, we did just get these fancy new equipments but there are still some other things and possibly some merch on the horizon that if you guys would like to help support us enable us to do those adventures or if nothing else say you know Mm -hmm. our time and effort is worth Mm -hmm. a few bucks yeah that would be awesome you can support us that way on patreon well don't say soon we haven't even figured it out i mean soon like in the next 12 months like that is us kind of a soon for us that is soon yeah it took us two years to actually start recording this dang thing so a year is pretty soon for our timeline (laughs) facts yes Uh, but yeah really i mean those things do take some 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 startup cash and really truly if if you find value in this and, and would like to share that either through your kind words and your your love through uh, an email. We love and appreciate that. If you have the dollars to spare, that would mean a lot to us too. If you wouldn't mind just subscribing to us or following us on whatever podcast uh, resource you are hearing us through, give us a rating or a review. That would be really meaningful. That would be great. Um, it would really help us out. Or just share by word of mouth and you know let people know that they can find us on Apple on Spotify, on SoundCloud, all sorts of cool places. Oh, yes. And whenever you find us, you're going to find a beautiful green and white photo with a black logo of our faces, created by the beautiful, genuine, and gorgeous Jennifer Bate. Yes. That's going to wrap it up for us, dear friends. Please remember that you are loved. And you are worth being loved. We love you. you. Bye. Bye. That's how I end it.